This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New biofuels policy developments could be right around the corner. AgriPulse is told the Environmental Protection Agency plans to submit a multi-year proposal for biofuel blending targets to the White House for interagency review in the next week. The proposal is expected to include volume targets for 2023 and beyond, as both the agency and regulated industries have signaled a desire to offer multiple years of certainty. The upcoming rulemaking could also offer a pathway for electric vehicles to participate in the program through a new compliance credit. According to a consent decree between the agency and trade association Growth Energy, the volumes are required to be finalized by mid-November. The Department of Agriculture is hitting the road to address the impacts of climate change in agriculture. AgriPulse's Hannah Peggle has more. A USDA leader says the department will be busy up to the end of the year working with global partners on how to address climate change. USDA Foreign Agricultural Service Administrator Daniel Whitley says climate change is introducing new issues around the world. It's not a lot of new land to bring into the ag production. In fact, there are some studies that say over the next few decades, 30% of our land may be unusable for agriculture and farming practices. Think about that, 30%. How do you replace that? Science, technology, and innovation. So we're going to continue to lead. And we're going to continue collaborating with like-minded partners. We're going to continue educating folks who may be on the fence. And we're going to continue debating with folks who see the world a bit differently than us. This is a conversation we have no choice but to win. We don't have the luxury to lose this conversation. Whitley says the department has a busy schedule the rest of the year. Right now, we have a group uh, from USDA that's traveling throughout Europe. We're calling it the Climate Roadshow where we're pushing a lot of the initiatives and priorities and sharing some of our stories and messages with our European friends and some of the international organizations headquartered in Europe. Later this year, of course, we've got COP27. That will give us another opportunity to share our story and talk about the great work being done. We have two trade missions still to do this year, taking a group to Kenya, and we're also going to be taking a group to Spain and Portugal. So we've got a roster of venues where we're going to be sharing all of the great work that we're doing in USDA and American agriculture now. For AgriPulse, I'm Hannah Peigel. Finally today, water levels along the Mississippi River have the attention of row crop farmers throughout the Midwest. Drought conditions have caused that river and some of its tributaries to flow at a lower level than is typical for this time of year, leading to drops in the cargo capacity heading into harvest. National Corn Growers Association President Tom Haig says it's hard to argue with the efficiency of the river when it flows. The Mississippi River, that, that, that way to get our product down to New Orleans and down to all the ports there is the easiest and uh, most efficient way to do it just because it's uh, less trucks on the road and uh, seems like our railroads are, are busy the way they are. But he says the issues are obvious. Being up here in Minnesota, you know, we're the where that Mississippi starts and all that. And uh, it's amazing how, uh, what we've gone through in our, my area, we were dry this year. So yeah, we can tell our water levels are down. And uh, the bad part about it is barges can take so much more grain than off the rail and off our, our you know, and trucks on the road. It's uh, 
be, be great if we could, uh, if, if the water levels were there, to leave them where they're at. Changes in payload due to low water levels could lead to barges losing about 10% of their carrying capacity for each foot of drop. The waterways are still the best way to, uh, to move our grain. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join more than 5,000 farmers and ranchers from across the country at Farm Bureau's annual convention, January 6th through the 11th in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The convention and trade show are both open to everyone and provide you the opportunity to gain insights about the future of agriculture, sharpen your leadership skills, and expand your business proficiency. Register online at annualconvention.fb.org register. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.